Lord spoke to me and told me some things. He said, you'll begin to write with a new anointing. And through the music and through the singing as you minister forth, my anointing will flow out from you. Those who believe that and receive that anointing will be healed in their body. Financial need will be met. Harmony will come to the home. The yoke of bondage will be broken because it's the anointing that breaks the yoke. I'm David Engels, and this is the Hour of Anointing. Bye. 
Let everything that hath breath praise the Lord. You know, as we minister to the Lord, we worship him. We enter into his gates with thanksgiving. We enter into his courts with praise. We're to be thankful and to bless him, bless his name. You know, I believe that we can enter into the gates of the Lord with thanksgiving, into his courts with praise. But if we wish to prostrate ourselves right at his feet, we have to know how to worship him. The basic difference is that praise centers upon what God has done. Worship centers upon who God is. You know, we can thank and praise and adore human beings as well as God Almighty, but we cannot worship any human being. We can worship only God. And why? Because only God is worthy. The word worship comes from an old Anglo-Saxon word, weirthsipi. During the passage of time, it became worthship. They used to call the old English lords, your worthship. You've probably seen that in maybe some of the older movies. Yes, your worship, and we hear that, but it was originally worthship. And just a passing of time, then it came to be worthship. Now it's become worship. To worship means to ascribe worth, or to count worthy, or to voice it out, ascribe that there's a worth here. That's why we read in Revelation 4 that God is worthy to receive glory and honor and power. He created all things. He created them for his pleasure. And that beautiful worship song that we sing, many of us sing, is that thou art worthy, thou art worthy, thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive honor, honor and power. Thou art worthy, O Lord. It's interesting to note that God is worthy to receive so he's receiving our worship as we worship him. So often we're only interested in what we can receive from him for ourselves. But David didn't only say, bless me, O Lord. He said, bless the Lord, O my soul. In worship, we adore him for who he is rather than merely what he has done. We praise him for what he has done, but we worship him for who he is. This is David Engels. You're listening to the Hour of Anointing. We're talking about ministering to the Lord. Tells us in Acts 13, as they ministered to the Lord and fasted, the Holy Ghost said, separate me Barnabas and Saul for the, for the work which I have anointed or sent them to. And I'll read that from the scripture in just a moment here. But we worship him for who he really is. We praise him for what he's done, but we worship him for who he is. And we're looking in the word of God. It says Acts 13. Let me turn over here. Acts 13 and verse, well, we'll do verse 1 and 2. Now there were in the church that was at Antioch certain prophets and teachers, as Barnabas and Simeon, that was called Niger, and Lucius of Cyrene, and Manian, which had been brought up with Herod the Tetrarch, and Saul. As they ministered to the Lord and fasted, the Holy Ghost said, Separate me, Barnabas and Saul, for the work whereunto I have called them. And there's the scripture, that second verse. They ministered to the Lord and fasted. Well, I, I believe fasting means to, you might say, uh, not eat all the food that you ordinarily, your body wants to eat. I believe that's a form of fasting. But I also believe that fasting is getting our minds away from other things. There's been times that that I haven't eaten one bite, and yet I've eaten a big dinner. I've, I've mentally gone there and tasted the food, and, and I've eaten large amounts of food just mentally without ever physically doing it. And as we're talking about ministering to the Lord, we're talking about getting our minds on God. We're talking about giving our attention to him. 
as they ministered to the Lord and fasted, the Holy Ghost then said or spoke to them, gave them direction. So I know that in ministering to the Lord, it's not only just saying, you're the almighty God. You're the one that I love. You are my prize of great value. In other words, we're ascribing a value. We're ascribing a worth to God. He is our worth-ship. We're ascribing that to him. But then we've got to finally get our minds. Our minds are, oh, they move quickly. You know, you can almost be vocalizing something and thinking of something else. Our minds are so tremendous that way. But we're talking about a true and a pointed, uh, we might say, good worship is when our minds are on God. I know Dr. Roy Hicks <laughs> said one day, he said he was, he began to say, Lord, I love you. I praise you. I give you glory and honor. I bless your wonderful name. And he kept doing that in words of adoration to the Lord. And pretty soon he got quiet and he said he just had the inclination. The Lord spoke to him down in his spirit and said, when you praise me, think about me. As they ministered to the Lord and fasted, they also fasted their thoughts. They got their minds on God. As they ministered to the Lord and fasted, the Holy Ghost said. Isn't that a beautiful thing to see how that you say, well, I'd sure like to know what God's will for me is, and I'd like to know direction of the Lord. Well, minister to the Lord. Well, you know, we're, we're short. I have a friend. He used to say so many times, we're so far behind in our praise, and we're so behind in our worship. Remember, to worship means to ascribe worth to God. Oh, Father, you are worthy. You are wonderful. You are powerful. You are the, you are God of honor. And the Bible says that he is worthy to receive this, which we ascribe to him. In Genesis 22, we find another clue to the meaning of worship. We see it first used in the Bible there in Genesis 22, when God tested Abraham by telling him to go and offer up Isaac as a burnt offering in the land of Moriah. Abraham heard God's command, rose to obey it. On the third day of his journey, Abraham saw the place of sacrifice some distance off, and he said to the men who accompanied him, Abide ye here with the ass, and I and the lad will go yonder and worship. So we see here that worship involves also giving something to God. We must give God something in worship. The Bible tells us, Give unto the Lord the glory, do his name. Bring an offering and come before him. Worship the Lord in the beauty of his holiness. First Chronicles 16, verse 29. Now when the wise men came from the east to Jerusalem to worship Jesus, they came into the house, they saw the young child with Mary his mother, fell down and worshipped him. And when they had opened their treasures, they presented unto him gifts, gold and frankincense and myrrh. Worship involves giving something to God because he is worthy. And we'll continue on with more of this on other broadcasts of the Hour of Anointing. Let's serve the Lord. Let's just minister to him. As they ministered to the Lord and fasted, the Holy Ghost said, I'm David Ingalls, and you've been listening to the Hour of Anointing. Today's offer is my songbook, Garment of Praise. Listening, friend, my God-given calling is fourfold, to write, record, publish, and evangelize. I've been writing songs based on the Pauline Revelation for more than 35 years, and most of those songs are found in this songbook entitled Garment of Praise, the Songs of David Ingalls. Some of the songs included are I Am Healed, 
Father, we praise you. I'm making plans to succeed. On the basis of the blood, you hold a miracle. Husband and wife, oasis of love, the name of Jesus, garment of praise, and many, many others. This songbook has lyrics and chord symbols, so it's perfect for both vocalists and instrumentalists who desire to sing and play songs of the new creation. Stay tuned for ordering information. To order today's offer and additional David Ingalls products, including music CDs and downloads, soundtracks and songbooks, call us toll-free at 1-877-34-RADIO or visit us online at diministries.org. And while you're there, check out audio archives of past programs, including today's broadcast. Our mailing address is David Ingalls Ministries, P.O. Box 1924, Tulsa, Oklahoma 74101. When writing, please include an offering for Radio Time along with the call letters of this station. Tune in weekdays at this same time for the Hour of Anointing with David Ingalls. Let's go.